Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. It's the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents high school basketball. We are talking Burlington Greyhounds, who are off to a tremendous start. We have the coach, Caleb Akey, on the line. Welcome to the program, coach. Hey, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, your team about gave me a heart attack uh, Tuesday night as they finished off uh, all the games for this year. Uh, uh, walk us through that game with Mount Pleasant and why Mount Pleasant is such a dangerous team. Well, you know, that's, we knew it was going to be a very good game. They got, um, they got several good players, but in high school when you got um, good guards, that really makes your team tough. And, and they got two of the best guards around in uh, Peyton Higgins and Aiden Ashton. And, and then you mix in all those other guys with them. And, and we knew they were going to be going to be very tough. Um, you know, I have a, a longstanding relationship with uh, not only Mount Pleasant, but uh, with Coach Rawson as well. So um, we knew it was going to be tight, a dog fight. Um, I'm just glad it came out uh, successful for us. Well, I know you guys have a, a, a friendship that has to turn into a little rivalry. Uh, and this might have been the uh, absolute epitome of, of that rivalry or or, or uh, battles that you guys go at each other. Uh, boy, it could have gone either way. Uh, let me just ask you uh, uh, the question about why you called a timeout there with 2.7 seconds uh, and how that worked out so well for well, you at the end. Right. Yeah, well um... – what happened was they made the free throws and uh, we had four seconds left on the clock. And, uh, you know, there was a timeout in the action. Actually, Mount Pleasant took the timeout and uh, we were talking in the huddle and I actually just wanted to play it out. Uh, it was my assistants who thought we should get it to, to half court and uh, um, call a timeout. I didn't think we had enough time, but uh, um, I rolled with the consensus and uh, we got it there. That gave us a chance you know, to have uh, 2.7 seconds to draw up a play um, only from half court rather than trying to go the full length of the court. So um, it worked out great in that regard. Wait, who was the kid you got the ball to down in the corner that hit that three? Uh, that was Christos Kanzavalos. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, he's the type of kid that, that's really under the radar for us. Uh, he, he's a starter, but uh, he kind of lays, lays low and doesn't demand a lot of attention. But um, you know, a lot of people were, were asking me about him taking that shot. But if you look at the stats, he's shooting about 50% from three on the year. So, um, you know, we definitely know that he can shoot that. Uh, you know, the plan the plan was to try to get the ball to Marquise Lewis. You know, he's our best player, our best scorer. Um, but we had to have a guy – we had to have a guy slip somewhere assuming that they were going to uh, – uh, double team or even triple team Marquise, and that's exactly what happened. And and JJ Martin was throwing it in and and made a great pass. And and next thing you know, the the shot goes in. He made what Andy Krebsinger described as a perfect pass. You know, just a uh, 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 just the exact spot that he needed to hit the ball. He got it to him and got a pass up. Uh, it was a heavily defended play too. Uh, but let me ask you: Did you guys have to go back and refasten the roof after that? Because I heard it. It sounded like a nuclear bomb going off uh, when that ball went through the the uh, through the net, and I, I believe the ball the, the buzzer went off while the ball was in the air. So, yeah the the uh, the crowd really erupted, and and you know it, the first and foremost it's about the kids that are out there playing. <clears throat> Excuse me, but then the 
the next thing is, is the student body. You know, that's what high school sports are about. The kids that are playing and then the student body. And, and they were certainly excited and, and rushed the floor. And it, it was just one of those, those epic moments that, that everybody uh, likes to be a part of at some point. And again, we were fortunate that uh, uh, it worked out in our favor. Well, uh, I have done that, dubbed this game as the Round Guy Radio Game of the Year, at least the first half of the year, uh, because it seemed to be a battle from the tip, you know, from the tip off. It just seemed like uh, neither team could really get ahead of the other team very much. And uh, uh, Mount Pleasant really, t- tell me a little bit what you saw out of Mount Pleasant up there. They, they seem to stand right up to you. Oh, they're they're an excellent ball ball team, you know. And I I talked to multiple people, and and to me, they're um, they're a state tournament team, and uh, I think that's uh, that's definitely in the cards for them. But um, you know, we came out, and uh, uh, I think we scored the first couple buckets of the game, and and they didn't get rattled. They came down and scored, and we went back and forth for a little bit, and we actually got down ten, I think, at one point. Um, and then we were able to battle back. And then in the second half, we go up seven, and they were able to battle back. And, and then it was uh, nip and tuck the rest of the way. So, um, you know, we knew they were going to be scrappy. They shoot the ball well. Uh, we didn't locate shooters a couple times. Um, you know, one, uh, one big drawback for us that night was we played excellent defense um, late in the third quarter into the start of the fourth quarter. But then we would come down on offense and, have a boneheaded turnover or a bad shot or something. So we weren't helping ourselves at all. And then next thing you know, they hit a couple shots and, and it was back and forth from there. Well, it was a sure exciting game. Your team played so well. Their team played so well. If you would uh, go over with our listeners, maybe some of the stats from the game and uh, maybe a, a player of the game and an off the bench player of the game. Well, you know, uh, I, I think Keish led the way with uh, 17 points for us, had about nine rebounds. And J.J. Uh, Martin, he had his 10 or 12, something like that. But, you know, really the player of the game for us that stood out the most to me was uh, Nehemiah Lewis. He's a starter for us, but he's a sophomore and he's kind of laid back but um, uh, so far. But he's had he had 12 big points and, and I think seven rebounds and and was just huge for us. Yeah, Mount Pleasant's big kid, Nate Stroud, uh, he had like eight points early in the game, um, which really sparked them. And, uh, you know, Nehemiah did a good job against him the rest of the night. And uh, so I can't say enough about Nehemiah. And then, of course, um, you know, Christos hit the big shot. But, you know, coming off the bench, Mateo Rastone had had a couple baskets off some great feeds by J.J. and, and – uh, you know, that worked out great for us. And, and Shea Stringer, although I give him a hard time, uh, you know, Shea fouled that, that kid late in the game. Um, he played excellent defense otherwise, uh, you know, and even Peyton Hagens, you know, he, he destroyed us the first half with 14 points. And, uh, you know, in the second half, uh, he only had five more. So, um, you know, I can't say enough about those guys coming in off the bench. And uh, then, of course, you got, uh, Nehemiah, who stepped up real big for us. Well, uh, this was one of, of several uh, exciting games that you played. Now, uh, you have a brutal non, non-conference non uh, schedule where you play 4A teams and 5A teams, and you play the big schools in Cedar Rapids and the big schools in Iowa City, big schools sometimes up in Dubuque. Uh, you play 
Uh, I remember a team from Galesburg, uh, Illinois. Uh, you play all these other uh, outside bigger schools, and you you handled your business very well with all those undefeated in the in the non conference. But you you seem to get these kind of games against Mount Pleasant and Fairfield and Washington. Uh, uh, the Southeast Iowa Conference that you're in is just a brutal conference. Uh, it seems almost like anybody can beat anybody every night. You got to pay attention. You got to watch. Uh, 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 tell us a little bit about the. Tell us about the the conference you're in, and then we'll talk a little bit about some of these non conferences. Sure. Well, the, I mean, the conference is just like you said. It's it's anybody at any time, in my opinion. You know, uh, we go to Washington and they kicked our butt, and the next thing you know. Uh, Mount Pleasant beats Washington pretty good, and then we turn around and beat Mount Pleasant. You know, it's just that kind of thing. Um, you know, Fairfield's got some outstanding players that uh, uh, make it difficult. You know, we went over there, and, and we did win. We only won by nine, but they were without a starter. You know, um, I expect the next time we play them to be uh, a completely different type of game. Um, Keokuk gave Fairfield a heck of a game just the other night, and uh, I don't know much about Fort Madison yet. Um, but I will get into that here over Christmas break and, and find out about them. But it's just any given night, and that's what you want. You know, you want your kids to be challenged, and, and everybody feels good if your team, you know, goes undefeated or only has a couple losses. But um, there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, taking lumps every now and again and, and uh, really being exposed on what you need to work on so then uh, you can refocus and, and move forward towards the rest of the year. So um, as much as I want to win – I would rather have challenging games um, every night out. Well, uh, Southeast Iowa is blessed with a lot of great. Uh, they got the uh, uh, 4A schools like you and Atumwa that are, are are you know having fantastic seasons. We we got 3A schools like Mount Pleasant and Washington and Fairfield that that's a, a real outstanding. Fort Madison and Keokuk seem to be coming on. Fort Madison's you know replacing so many players that it's kind of a restart for them, but. Uh, but uh, then you go into the, the Wacos and the Winfield Mount Unions and uh, 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 the, uh, I mean, just, there's just so many the Kyotas and, and all the, the great teams. Uh, there's just a lot of great uh, basketball action, Mid-Prairie and AA. You know, there's a, 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 a Wilton in AA uh, is, is another team around here. Uh, what is it about Southeast Iowa and why is the, the level of basketball so, so high? Well, you know, I, I think I, uh, somebody had asked me this question before, and, and I think we just got good kids, you know, that uh, good Southeast Iowa work ethic. And, uh, you know, that doesn't just uh, transfer into the classroom or at a part-time job. You know, it goes into everything they do. And um, kids come to practice, and they want to get better. And, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of summer opportunities are out there now where kids can, can go try to – hone their craft a little bit and, and continue getting better. Um, you know, it's just, just much more ease in, in uh, uh, 365 days a year access to the sport. And, uh, um, you know, and then, then technology really puts it out there too. So um, it can always be on their mind and, and you can watch things and learn things. And, and then you mix work ethic with that and go out and, and play. You're, you're going to be successful. And, and that's really proven. And you can't, can't forget about West Burlington off your list either. Those oh guys my gosh, are, they're having a fantastic uh, season, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, they're unreal right now. So, well, uh, Hillcrest um, Academy you know, yeah, they're, they're or, or, 
or Minneapolis or any of these schools that we mentioned or Notre Dame, uh, uh, they all have tremendous support from the community. The community will, will support those teams, give those teams whatever they need so that those kids can, whether they win, lose, or draw, that they can perform at the, the highest level that they can perform at. And, and uh, I think one of the things that we've got going on in Southeast Iowa is the max effort that you just see from all the kids, don't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that, that support you were talking about is just so huge. You know, there's there's uh, uh, some schools are getting their, their gyms redone and, and other schools get new uniforms or new um, new traveling gear and and people pack the, the stands for the uh, for the games, you know, and that stuff is huge. That that keeps interest levels high. It keeps the kids wanting to, to participate in something. And, and uh, you know, the benefits of high school athletics are, are different for different people, but for some, it keeps them focused in the classroom for others, It teaches them discipline and hard work for others. It teaches them humility. I mean, there's so much, so much value to high school sports and the, the, the more, the more support communities give and schools give the, the more, um, uh, students are, are wanting to become student athletes. So it's been great. Well, uh, uh, what is your team's record right now? We're eight and one. Eight and one. So you're just about to the halfway mark of the season. Uh, tell us about some of these big non-conference wins that you've had. And and, and uh, you've handled a lot of these teams pretty handily, or at least some some of sometimes it just seems that the fourth quarter you're trying to put some distance between you and them. But uh uh, you played some pretty hard-fought uh, uh, games, and a lot of them on the road, hasn't it been? Yeah, we've uh, we played a, a pretty pretty uh, stacked schedule, you know, in my opinion, and and it uh, a lot of them were like seven, eight-point victories, um, you know, and I think in almost all of them we got up about fifteen points, um, with the exception of the the Mount Pleasant and Washington games. I think all the other ones we were up about fifteen at some point, so. Um, you know, we've gone out, we played good basketball. Uh, I'd like to, to take that 15 points and, and turn it the other direction rather than getting it down to seven. But, um, you know, I'll take the wins. But, yeah, we opened up back-to-back with uh, Davenport North and Iowa City High, and, and that was pretty tough. Um, a terrible way to open, but uh, we got it done. You know, we, we hosted Cedar Rapids Prairie and Galesburg and, and had to travel down to Keokuk to play Palmyra, Missouri. And, um, you know, so all those games, all those games really um, uh, give you something to build off going into the future. And then we come right back um, after Christmas break on January 3rd and travel to Iowa City West. And then January 7th, travel to Cedar Rapids, Washington. So um, it's a tough way to start. But, um, you know, like I said, I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, one thing I wouldn't have any other way is the excellent uh, YouTube coverage that your team has. I, I'm able to, uh, when I'm not out calling games or at games, I, I'm able to keep an eye out on your team. Uh, tell our listeners uh, 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 how they can follow the team through social media, through YouTube, through streaming. Uh, uh, and I, I've noticed, and you're getting some pretty great numbers uh, on the YouTubes. Yeah, that's, you know, if, if COVID helped anything, that that's one one area it helped, you know, there, there's a lot of streaming going on for high school sports and, and it just helps, uh, uh, get a little more support, a little more buzz going. But, um, our YouTube page is BHS activities and, uh, you can get on there and follow us. You can get on the school website and, and see our, uh, our schedule. 
Um, it's pretty user-friendly to find the athletic schedule and find out when we're playing, when the girls are playing. Um, you know, and then we have a, a Burlington Greyhound Facebook page in some way, shape, or form. It's, uh, I don't I don't run that, but uh, Jeff Woodside runs that, and uh, uh, so that'll give a little information. And, and then the, the Booster Club, you know, Burlington Booster Club uh, is, does a fantastic job of uh, supporting uh, our athletics and, and they'll get the word out to you and they have a Facebook page. So um, multiple ways you can follow us. And uh, uh, it's definitely worth a follow. I know Varsity Bound, had, or it's called Bound now, I guess, but they said after the first week that you played the toughest schedule in the whole state of Iowa. And so, and then, then uh, um, well, let's talk about some of the players that you've had and not just we, we know we, we talked about individual game, but I want to hear about the whole season. Uh, uh, go over some of the st- stats, some of the players, some of the veterans, and maybe some of these uh, younger players that are maybe coming off the bench or or uh, getting getting a few minutes that are making some contributions. Sure, you know what? I, you know, I'll start with uh, Marquise Lewis Jr., who we we call Keish. Um, he's having. Uh, a year to remember he, he's almost 26 points nine rebounds three assists and four steals per game um you know jj martin's right behind him with that type of year 16 points three assists two steals and then uh, uh nehemiah that i mentioned earlier he's at six points about five rebounds per game so um you know those are our three main contributors when you look at specific stats um, and then we got about five other guys that are at the, you know, four points, three points, two points, a couple of rebounds here and there. Um, you know, so, so statistically that's about, you know, that's about where we're at right now. But, um, you know, I can, I can mention a kid like Shea Stringer coming off the bench. Um, not a huge score for us right now, but, you know, we hit a three against Cedar Rapids Prairie that helped, uh, get us to, a. uh, a spot to win the game. And if we need a defensive uh, burst, you know, Shea's the one that comes in and does it. And, and Mateo was the same way that uh, Cedar Rapids Prairie game, Mateo Rascone, if he doesn't come in and, and play the way he played, we don't win that game. So um, those guys are huge. Uh, Carson Ziegler is, is starting to come into his own right now. I can't wait to uh, get into Christmas break practices and, and be able to, to work with him and fine tune him because he's going to be um, absolutely outstanding after Christmas break. I, I, I just know it. Um, you know, Xavier Baker's working hard. He's, he's actually went down to JV to get some JV minutes to, to, to help acclimate him to the, to the game again. I mentioned in the previous interview that he's been out of the game for a couple of years and uh, you know, Aiden Piper and, and uh, Bryson Tate, those guys, um, they're, they're very quiet, laid back. You might not see stuff on the stat sheet, but um, Bryson will, will drop a couple assists here and there and have a big bucket, and Aiden will come in and guard people. So, um, you know, that, 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 I know I named a lot of kids, but uh, we wouldn't be where we are right now without every single one of them, and, and uh, uh, I'm proud to be their coach. And uh, I don't let them be um, content. You know, sometimes I get a feeling that, that they think everything's okay, and and I remind them it's not good enough. You know, we gotta we gotta keep working, and and they're willing to to lace them up and and keep working. So um, couldn't be more proud to coach these guys. Well, Scotty Melvin and I are putting together a list of what we call round guy recruitables, uh, players 
athletes that you you might be coaching and and i'm not talking about specifically basketball you got a player that that might be an excellent baseball player i know you have some tremendous golfers down there in burlington or football players but mention some of these athletes that you have that may have the ability to at least play junior college or, or higher uh basketball or baseball or, or wrestling or anything uh uh at some point that uh, 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 that a college might want to hear about. Well, sure, you know, and I, I don't want to be cl- uh, sound too cliche, but I, I'd say all of them are are uh, worthy of that in, in some way, shape, or form. You know, uh, uh, Keith, JJ, and uh, Nehemiah and Bryson, they're, they bleed basketball. So, um, you know, they could go somewhere uh, and, and help out a program and continue to be able to play. Um, uh, I hear Christos is, is a heck of a, a baseball player. Um, Mateo's a golfer and a baseball player. Xavier's a football player. Carson plays some golf. Um, you know, Shay and Aiden, I'm not sure what the, their desires are. I know Aiden really likes soccer too. So, um, he could be one of those kids out playing soccer. And, and I, I assume Shay um, has a basketball preference and, and no doubt about it as just a junior, he still has an opportunity to um, get himself to that point. So, so really any of them, I'm going to take the easy way out and just say um, Marquise Lewis jr. Right now, though, he's uh, uh, you know, he's, he's playing best for us right now. He, he's our main guy. Um, so he would definitely be on that recruitable list. Well, I sure appreciate, uh, I, I so enjoy talking Burlington Greyhounds. Uh, we have such a big audience there uh, uh, of people that listen uh, to Burlington Greyhounds. Uh, I know it isn't easy to get with me on during the season when all this thing is going on, but I appreciate you taking some time over the break. We will try to get back with you a, a few more times. Congratulations on such a great start to the season. And uh, uh, could you go over some of the games that, that are coming up in January where we might get a chance to see you? Sure. Yeah, we're uh... – uh, on the road, January 3rd at Iowa City West and January 7th at uh, Cedar Rapids, Washington. And then we got a little, we got about a week off and then we'll play Fort Madison. Um, no, I'm sorry, we play at Tumwa. We host a Tumwa January 9th and uh, then we go to Fort Madison. So, um, you know, we got we got four games in the, the first two weeks back from break and, and then we'll get Muscatine and and then it's four straight uh, conference games with uh, Washington, Fairfield, uh, Mount Pleasant, and Keokuk. So um, no rest for the weary, my man. Yeah, you are. <laughs> There's nothing on there that, that uh, uh, you can say, oh, good. <laughs> well, you got, you, you've had, a, you've had a, a heck of a start to the season. This first half has been uh, outstanding. Uh, you've came out on top uh, so many times uh Congratulations. Anything that we didn't get to talk about, is there anybody you wanted to mention, your coaching staff or, or any volunteers or anything you want to mention before we let you go? Yeah, well, uh, I, I love talking about my coaching staff. They're outstanding. Uh, like I said, just it, most recently without them, we probably don't win that Mount Pleasant game. So, um, But they've been, they've been huge uh, for me. You know, uh, Jeff Woodside working right along with me. I practice every day, and, and Brian Bertel show for taking care of the, the JV team and, and Pete Carlson in the completely thankless job of, of working with the freshman group, you know, and trying to acclimate them to high school. It's just um, I think we work well together, and it's it's proven to be successful. And then I added my son, Jackson, 
uh, to the mix. He got himself uh, certified to be a coach, and and after coaching him for so many years, I now get to coach alongside him. So um, it's super exciting, super fun, and uh, we got we got Mike Fear. Uh, he's he we call him the head of basketball operations. He's our hype man and and our our biggest fan and. And we love having him at the games too. So um, I got a great staff, great people to work with, and uh, uh, it's been fantastic. Well, one of the greatest uh, football players to ever come out of Pekin School, Mark Hendrickson, uh, went on to coach several uh, coach at the University of Iowa, and then was the head coach at Western Illinois. And now his son is the coach of Western Illinois, and he hired him on to be uh, to to be his assistant coach. So maybe you can ride your your son's coattails sometime. Uh, and we'll his, see. His He's got a long way to go, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Congratulations uh, uh, on such a great start. I, I'm I'm a huge fan, and I, I watch his. And if I don't get to see him live, I'll go back and watch him uh, uh, later. That's another great thing about the YouTube. And you, your school is doing a great job of that, and I appreciate you being with us. Yeah, thanks a lot. Like I said, uh, I appreciate you having me, and I look forward to it again. Okay.